again, everyone, and welcome back to your Christadelphian Library, where we discuss Christadelphian books with the goal of expanding biblical knowledge and stimulating spiritual thought. With you again this week is Brother Sam Robinson, bringing you episode number 46, in which we're going to be discussing the book entitled Abraham and Sarah, Heirs Together, by Brother Roger Lewis. Now, right off the bat, I just want to say that if you don't own this book yet, that you go and pick up your laptop or drive to your ecclesial library and pick up a copy because this book is fantastically insightful. And what you're going to find beneath the cover is a compelling mix between what's a well-told story, a well-told narrative, and also scriptural principle. Because this book tells the story of the lives of these two faithful men and women, Abraham and Sarah, in a way that's going to have you struggling to put the book down Yet, at the same time, it really keeps your mind engaged in um, spiritual thinking. It's quite the perfect balance between the two. Well, we're going to start with who I think should read this book, or who's going to find it helpful. Now, of course, obviously, I would hope that anyone would choose to pick it up and read it. Um, but here's a short list of just three different types of people that might specifically find this book quite helpful. And the first of this list is anyone who likes a well-told story. Because like I said before, the book is laid out in a story format, which makes it somewhat unique among the books of our community, although more and more of these books are being written. But while it tells that story, it keeps its spiritual focus. And it's laid out in the preface of the book, but the goal is not to make up details that probably didn't happen just for the sake of making it more interesting, um, like you probably find in a lot of books. Uh, biblical related books or movies out there today, but the focus is becoming more aware on the actual events of their lives and learning how those events shaped their faith. And it does so in a story format, so if you like stories, then I think this book is for you. Now second of all, I think this book will be really helpful for those who are kind of looking to begin reading Christadelphian books. Um, for instance, maybe you're fairly new to the truth or you've just recently been baptized. Um, but maybe the concept of reading these Bible-related books can seem a bit daunting. I know it really did for me when I first wanted to read some of them, especially some of the more detailed ones like Christendom Astray or Elpis Israel. But this book, Abraham and Sarah, is a far less heavy way to get yourself into reading Christadelphian books, and so I highly recommend that if you're looking for a place to start, that you start here. And although you'll likely need a dictionary near the beginning of the book especially, there's nothing about the wording or the phrases that's really difficult to understand. It's written in a very um, reader-friendly way, so I think it's very helpful for those type of people. And finally, also, this book would be helpful for those in a marriage relationship or those who are looking to get married. Because if you're in position, this position, the reason this book is so helpful is because it's following the lives of a married couple who went through everything you're likely dealing with as well, and who are in all things inseparable in their marriage. And actually, the book's whole focus is on this point, that Abraham and Sarah were heirs together. Every chapter throughout the book is titled this way. We have embarking on the journey of faith together, or enduring the son of their love together. There's all these different um, chapter titles that talk about how Abraham and Sarah were always together. And so it follows the trials they would have faced as a married couple, and also the triumphs they would have experienced in that way. 
And so their lives pose a real example of how a man and a woman of faith can live their lives together before God. And so I think this book will be very helpful for anyone in that position. Now, in reading through the book, there were some key points that I took away that I thought might be helpful to share with you in case you're interested in reading it and want to know a little bit more about some of the things you'll learn from the book. So the first takeaway is really that of spiritual growth, because we're taken through the journey of these two people who started in a family that lived in the midst of an idolatrous city to the point where they've gone from that and reached the absolute pinnacle of faith in God. And so in reading through, we're taken on this journey of faith to see the way in which God can work with any individual to grow and develop their faith in his promises. And the second point that's really hit home in the book is that life in the truth is full of peaks and valleys. At times we find ourselves in these valleys of failure where it seems we can't really get out of them, our faith is weak, and then at other times we find ourselves on the peak of the mountain, on these peaks of faith. And this is one of the core themes that comes up in the lives of Abraham and Sarah. At one moment we have Abraham who loses his faith in God's protection and as a result Sarah is taken into the house of the Egyptians. And yet years later we have Abraham on the top of Mount Moriah performing one of the most incredible acts of faith recorded in the Bible, maybe only rivaled by Christ's act of devotion on the cross. And so this really teaches us that no believer, not even Abraham, is exempt from the ups and downs of faith, but that God puts these things into all of our lives for a purpose that he can bring us to that desired end. And finally, I think what the book really um, brings to the forefront is that God does not go back on his promises. Even though it may seem like he's taking a long time, God accomplishes his promises on his own time. For example, Abraham, he was given the promise of a seed which was going to inherit the land and be as the stars of heaven for multitude. And this is at the beginning of the record of Abraham almost. And yet it was many, many, many years before this was ever fulfilled and before he even just had one son. And so for both Abraham and Sarah, the struggle of believing that God could deliver on that promise, their faith in that promise waxed and it waned over those years, but eventually God did fulfill that promise. And so we learn that having faith in God requires a lot of patience and also a lot of trust that God's time is the best time. And so those are some of the main lessons from the book. And certainly the book is a well-told story full of practical exhortation, examples, and advice for us. But in short, it's really a journey. A journey that had its highs and it had its lows, required a lot of patience and a lot of trust. But in the end, it's an example for all of us on our own journeys of faith. Now I just want to finish by sharing a quote that not only summarizes the story quite well, but also is quite telling of the writing style and the appeal of the book. And so this is what Brother Roger says on page 5. He says, Abraham and Sarah, despite their weaknesses, both had decisive characters, refreshing in their strength of clarity and purpose. There are many who, in their marriages, blandly follow the way of sameness and aspire only to the ordinary and the mundane. Here was a couple who, inspired by the call of God, responded with all their heart and soul, 
following his command wherever it might lead them. The result of this passionate commitment to God was a marriage that reached astounding spiritual heights with hearts and minds entwined together in mutual understanding of divine principles, a marriage which could become the benchmark and standard of those that followed. And so I hope that that gives you a decent idea of what this book is about. And I certainly love this book a lot. It's up there with one of my favorites, and I definitely hope to be able to read it again soon. So if anything, I highly recommend that you give it a try and to try and learn and find some of the lessons that are hidden inside. So thank you so much for again listening to your Christadelphian library. I hope that you found these podcasts helpful so far and that you've been encouraged to keep working on your reading. And of course, don't forget to tune in next week when, God willing, Brother Andrew will be giving us the second part of his review on conviction and conduct. So until then, may God bless.